Grab. <laughs> and it's time in the blue headphones your world champion undefeated 52 and 0 todd on the pod and in the red headphones the interim champion and your challenger the belly buttonless freak from parts unknown it's j90 mac let's get it on all right, let's go. This is the Rap Drugs Pod. Welcome to another week. Y'all here for the Shroom Tea and the Stoned UFC. They, they, they must be fan of the Rap Drugs Pod and heard our intro last week. Shout outs. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into those those viral stories later. And. Uh, in the meantime, you know, I, I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe if you listen to the pod, you might know what happened, but uh, I don't know what the hell happened with some of the episodes. We, we lost them, as you might say. Uh, how to start a podcast on drugs and NDA induced psychosis slash the second U.S. Civil War begins have both disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, a lot of question marks there. We're going to have to recreate them. So uh, ep- we got some big plan next week, but for episode 51, we're going we're gonna to start kicking it off with, uh, with international Tales of an International Drug Dealer, uh, 1989. Pro- probably is the year we're going to start with uh, preconception. <clears throat> so... We'll give you guys the full the full details because we know how much you've been loving them damn stories. But yeah, uh, this this week, man, yeah. it, there's too much going off in the news, and I don't know if it's <laughs> trying to get us high so we all conform or or uh, what the deal is. But the the war on drugs is definitely coming to an abrupt halt, and at the same time, like there's more psyops than ever. <laughs> between uh this whole capitol hill thing and what some people are calling uh the great reset they, they want Who's they just want that? us to comply i don't know a, a lot of uh i don't know what you want to call them right wing news internet news the new media oh okay uh ben shapiro justin trudeau just a few people to, who have used the term great reset to refer to what's going on at the moment. So, and what's that? Uh, the economic collapse or the, 
Yes, Everyone's it's like the the tech centric, the the censor, the tech censorship, the push towards uh, a oneness and compliance, unification of a, of ideology and thought. The cult, as the the mainstream cult, Todd. <laughs> mainstream cult. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're trying to get like the Tesla people and the Disney people on the same page. <laughs> And it's it's Not working good. slowly but surely it's working. They're chipping away. Oh, okay. I've yeah. I I just like load up the calculator app on your phone right now. Punch in two plus two, and if five doesn't pop up, your phone's due for an upgrade. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically uh, what what they're peddling out in the streets right now, and a lot lot of a lot of people don't like it. They they don't want a 1984. They they wanna they wanna say like hey no that's that's definitely four. But well uh, what about two point five plus two? Well then you round up and it's three plus three and it equals six. So <laughs> yeah, how about that? How about that? But I guess two plus two point three plus two point three could equal five, and in that case, like Quick if you're rounding mess. down. Two plus two is four. Four class, but it would be four. Yeah, if you round, you round. You gotta, you gotta cut. Like you gotta follow <laughs> science. If you're following the significant digit, two point three plus two point three is five point. No, it's four point six. So and so you can't just round up and then not follow the significant digit. Like you gotta you, science. And uh, Joe Rogan kind of kind of went big on this with. The latest guy, and if you're a Lex Friedman and a Joe Rogan fan, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> but Joe Rogan's the best. He basically like Lex Friedman has a guest on. <laughs> Joe Rogan has the same guest on, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Lex told me you're the best guy on the theoretical physicists." But yeah, basically, this guy's saying that exact thing. Like the regular people, they use common sense. Yeah. Where science follows a different method, where it's yeah, like science doesn't have common sense. Exactly, it's made up. It's made up. No, it's just in the dark <laughs> until it yeah, they know stupid. that you can't prove it doesn't them wrong. Know. If until they know you can't prove them wrong, it doesn't exist. So it's not a theory. Yeah, science isn't real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no so, such thing as science. So whatever science is going on or research, as they call it. That's the the research yeah. is the actual science, but that isn't. Yeah, there. That's not what they bring to you in the media. There's no such thing. But there is there is actual science. The media is lying. <laughs> They're making up science. They don't know shit. That's what God, you're telling me. Have you, you you're telling me this right now? Have you been on QPub? There Q is Pub. real science out there. <laughs> yeah, there is still real science out there. But uh, me and Logan Paul went to the Flat Earth Convention last year, and I met Kyrie Irving and Eddie Bravo. <laughs> and Eddie if Bravo. the best athletes on the world think the Earth's flat, like there's no denying it. Yeah, <laughs> where the elitists are at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the basically in academia science, they they don't want to follow any rules or regulations or be uh, held 
held to a certain standard or told like they're wrong. So no one pushes against the norm and no one's looking for aliens, for example, or like exploring deeper into space. Instead, space is like a government controlled military project. Did you just change your audio somehow? Yeah, yeah. I plugged my uh, microphone in. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a s- stadium now. Okay. Nice. It's all good. Yeah. The, well, the, it's because the live studio is, isn't allowed to be in here, Todd, due to COVID. Oh, okay. In the new, <laughs> the new studio we built. Uh, and then the second lockdown came. You shouldn't do that mid-podcast, man. You're tripping me out. Too fucking trippy. Well, that's what, what that's were what we're, we're, we're going to, you, you guys are going to notice a lot more visual effects and audio effects <laughs> throughout our, our podcast. So, so just be prepared for shit like this to happen more. <laughs> so that means you take yeah. more jokes before you start watching or listening. So be it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically scientists don't want to push the narrative or change the narrative or be explorers. They want to be coloring within the lines instead of finding that new, those new lines. So it's a, they'll drink. They're the first ones to drink the Kool-Aid when it comes to the leftist culture, because the scientists aren't brazen and they're not, not every, not everyone's Jordan Peterson. They're down. (laughs) <laughs> like Jordan Peterson is the is and my king Brett Weinstein <laughs> those guys are not Genius. normal yeah smartest man alive exactly for academics for <laughs> academics for politicians yeah. they fail miserably look at Donald Trump you can't be <laughs> like and that's I the <laughs> I'm just kidding around <laughs> I, I mean we canceled Donald Trump because like it's cool it's that's our advertisement donald trump subscribed to our podcast and followed us on ig and we removed him as a follower we we went so we didn't just block him we removed him as a follower so <laughs> like we went as be above and beyond take that aon no longer ensuring trump like basically these people just like were like yeah let's cancel trump like if you like why would I don't understand that the insurance broker of Trump just dropped Trump so someone else can insure him now without mentioning it? Like, we didn't even know who insured Trump because that's private. You guys he drop does. him and then you say, like, oh yeah, we dropped Trump. Trump's canceled. <laughs> so it's just a cancel Trump. It's a PR stunt, and we're we're on board because we, we're trying to get that dark money. If you guys didn't notice, our nonprofit is also uh, dark money to fund have you, Capitol Hill riots. Have you heard about the? Uh, did you hear all the corporations are dropping the the treason caucus, as they call it? Anyone who supported the election fake, they're getting they're losing all their funding, all their oh, uh, wow. donate donations from that they usually get from like FedEx or Amazon or whoever. Nuts. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It is uh, comply or die times. Yeah. Trump's down. If you want to be a Republican, you can't be down with Trump anymore, man. Republican. <laughs> Republican. 
Yeah, because they pump, they fucking pump each other up hard. <laughs> like mostly jack each other off because they're all like closeted homophobes, but also yeah. like support each other hard. <laughs> like hard penises. Uh, yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with Republicans. Nothing wrong with Democrats. Um, until you start comparing them against each other then everything's wrong (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like but yeah if you're that and i think people have hit the nail on the head with politics it's like you should lie in the middle and question everything the same way you should be with religion like yeah like is catholicism a cult maybe is scientology a cult definitely is jehovah's witness a cult most likely is (laughs) is uh (laughs) Like, what yeah. is Nixium a cult? Yes. <laughs> like, sure. So you can fall into the wrong business model and join a cult like What's Herbalife. A cult, really, though? Or Tesla. Tesla is a cult, Todd. <laughs> What's a when cult? All you... really? is, this is a word we kind of throw around. That's true. Echo that chamber, I guess. Welcome to the echo chamber. This is the echo chamber podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. You're gonna call all those things a cult. You might as well call nothing a cult, Jason. I yeah, exactly. I don't want to take away from the word. uh, Yeah, but I do think I'm just saying. What are you even talking about? Where do you draw the line on what's a cult and what's not? Maybe Scientology is a religion. You draw the line at like somewhere between Jehovah's Witness and Catholicism. I think (laughs) Tesla Tesla could be a religion for some people. Do you? Uh, I don't even know anyone with the Tesla, so I can't comment on that. You just gotta, if you treat I've it like Catholicism. Lots, I've never met anyone who drives one. If you give 10% of your <laughs> earnings to Tesla, like you just keep investing in the stock for dollar yeah. cost averaging, you're basic, that's basically your religion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is a religion, but whenever I see a Tesla, I start throwing pennies at it. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd's Todd, that's why Todd, that's how Todd's trying to go viral. He wants to be like, caught on one of them Tesla cam videos throwing pennies at it. Yeah. Well, they canceled pennies in Canada, so what else are you gonna do with them? <laughs> I know, right? Throw them at the banks. Yeah. Exactly. Take back your currency, you bastards. Exactly. Oh. And just the same way I can't use my pennies, I can't use my damn bitcoins. Like I what happened with Bitcoin? Well, I lost my password. I have as you guys know, like I'm a Bitcoin advocate. I bought like hundreds of bitcoins when they were like less than a dollar. So I'm basically a billionaire now. Yeah. But I just forgot my password. Seriously? Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty sad. Yeah. Exactly. So I've gotta find I've I've gotta find another way to become a billionaire, but Cause they, they, the, it's funny. Like I have the asset on my balance sheet, but because I can't make the capital gain to withdraw the money. So like, I don't have a billion dollars to do these billionaire things, but like my net worth is over a billion dollars. So like I'm working with the bank on it. We've got, we're cooking something up pretty soon. Me and Bill Gates are going to be shooting dust in the sun together, but like, Imagine how could Fair. you even be like, I'm not a finance guy, but how could you even be like these people out there that are like, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I have 321 million Bitcoin and I just can't find my password. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, buddy. And I have fucking, uh, 
Lamborghini on the moon on my racetrack there and a fucking mansion on Mars waiting for me as soon as Elon can get me on the first SpaceX plane because they already put a fucking down payment on all that shit and I've been paying into it hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like like your fucking 321 million in Bitcoin, sure. And I'm Satoshi too. I made Bitcoin also. (laughs) That's why me and Elon Musk are so cool together. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, you don't like, have bitcoins. What I got. Trying to say? <laughs> I'm trying to say <laughs> I got bitcoins. Those guys don't got bitcoins. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got the bitcoins. Yeah, they're they're I pretending got they got bitcoins, and I got them. But I lost they're my password. They they don't have a password to lose. <laughs> I do have a password, and I lost it. <laughs> so but it's like is this literally like a frequent thing. Was this a story or something? It's, or what, it's what's going on? literally everyone is saying it. So like, if you're a UFC Why fan, is there a scam? If well, no, no, no. I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. There's tons of scams out there. But there, it was in my Google News feed. So like, I didn't want to fall into the Bitcoin clickbait. I've done it enough, and I'm sick of the Bitcoin stories in my yeah. news. But like a week or two ago. Chael Sonnen, a UFC promoter, promotes submission underground grappling. He's uh, That's his thing he does on UFC Fight Pass. And he just makes videos about MMA fighters. He was saying, oh, I had forgot my password for my Bitcoins. Uh, it said, save these, do these screenshots of the pictures. If you ever forget your password, you're going to need to put in these 12 words for per screenshot and somehow he screenshotted one of the things twice instead of screenshotting it three times and i get i understand it for him like this dude probably gets wheeled around he's been in more wrestling matches and hitting the head more times than like most people can ever even watch yeah you should be <laughs> like, dead yeah exactly so he basically is a vegetable yeah and just spews out from the mouth so of course he took two screenshots of the same picture but and how do you have 321 million dollars in bitcoin and you lost your password have one or two more tries and you don't remember the like you your first trip was to florida or your mom's maiden name is roberts (laughs) <laughs> like what's <laughs> like i just think it's such fucking bullshit people call the news yeah. f- anything can be a story in the news nowadays and uh yeah it's just not cool i'm sick of the co- people i'm sick of the clout the clout addiction people are damn addicted to the yeah. clout <laughs> these fake clout hunters exactly out here fucking out here fucking what's it called when yeah. not not Tell, doing real things, the opposite exactly. of real. Exactly. Being not not a real. Trying you know, to tell us two the, plus two equals four. <laughs> fake being a fake person. <laughs> a wannabe, yeah, a man. poser. What do you? I don't know what you pretend billionaire as. Fake it till you make it. They say right. Yeah, man. Well, Why this time serious? this time it doesn't count. The cool thing about being a Bitcoin billionaire, millionaire, whatever, is that you live in your parents' basement, you look homeless, and like we have one on the other end. He hasn't said a word about how much Bitcoin he has because Todd is so much Bitcoin that 
it would put the rest of us to shame and you'd probably turn the pot yeah, off. Yeah, man. Like, Look, so, that's so, my business. Yeah, so true Bitcoin millionaires, they don't, they're not telling us, oh, I lost my password. They're busy on a yacht getting drunk on Natty Lights and White Claws. Uh, yeah. Annie Maskin and storming yeah. the Capitol, but they got away on a fucking super yacht. Like, they didn't need to be on. No, doesn't matter. They're on a no-fly list. They took their super yacht into international waters. Now they're fighting Somali pirates. Okay. There you go. Yeah, they make it Tom Hanks look like a pussy. You remember Castaway? Yeah. You remember Captain Phillips? Tom Hanks is the bitchest dude on the planet. <laughs> Worst guy. I would never. Character. If if Tom Hanks ever had a boat, I would never get on it with him. <laughs> yeah. You're either going to get captured by Somali pirates catch, or end up on a fucking COVID. island. Most like, well, yeah. Okay. And you're going to have to like deal with whatever sort of sex trafficking pedophilia is going on. But <laughs> like, it's not like Epstein's plane where it's like a quick thing. <laughs> like a boat takes a while to get somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tom Hanks, unfortunately, isn't going to let me on his boat anyways, because I lost my password. To my bitcoin billions and warren buffett he's i still can get into the annual shareholder meeting at berkshaw hathaway luckily but yeah he won't talk to me because i don't have, i lost my bitcoin password he's like oh yeah are you you the guy that lost your bitcoin password and he's like kill this man <laughs> scorch him <laughs> kill. yeah yeah sounds like sounds like warren buffett yeah exactly so yeah <laughs> if just stop lying. That's it. If yeah. you and that almost leads me back to the Q stuff. Like at this point, right. if you believe it, you believe it, and that's awesome. Like you're all in. But if you don't believe it, stop lying. You're just you're worse than the fake Catholics yeah. and the fake Christians. Alex Jones is even sick of Q. Yeah, he said that he is tired of their shit. And that he's done with Q. Wow. He's pretty serious this time. It made the news. Yeah. He, I wonder if he was serious enough, serious enough to stop the armed protests this week. Because none of that uh, seemed to happen, which is so weird. What do you mean? Like, on the, le- the scale that they were planning or were, like, scaring people into thinking was going to happen, it's not happening with the this uh, whole Joe Biden inauguration, but they're also showing us lots of photos of the national guard sleeping in Capitol yeah, man. and all that stuff. I don't know. I think it's the, this, the CIA's plan didn't work and they really wanted it to work. You know, they really wanted everyone to rise up, but they didn't realize that everyone who's a Trump supporter is like, uh, like a nerd, like out of shape, you know, yeah. they're not like yeah. in revolutionary, like shape. You need like ex soldiers for that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing I find so, so weird. Not a lot of people really were mentioning it other than us last week was like, this was clearly exactly like 9-11 or some sort of psyop, like could have got been that far where FBI knew it was a terrorist group years ago. The CIA, the FBI, Pentagon chiefs, everyone knew what was going on in broad daylight. All these Q followers were announcing yeah. to the world that they're going to be storming the Capitol on January 6th and that it's going to be a 1776 on January 6th and that there's going to be a revolution on January 6th. And Trump was telling people to come 
And like FBI said, these guys were terrorists. So they were watching them. So, and the NSA is watching everyone, but they're not. They're busy focused on certain people that they think are terrorists. So like, it's, it just only would make sense to me that they knew this was going to happen. And then it was, the media was all there on the second level balcony, somehow safe from the protesters. <laughs> getting beautiful, magnificent yeah. photos. Some of the most beautiful photos of people taking selfies I've ever seen in my life. Like I have paid a lot of money to get some really nice photos of my wedding. And these photos were, were nicer. Like some, some of them, like, <laughs> like you check out her Instagram feed, like that photo, for example, like that's a beautiful photo. I don't know how he caught John Wienerman in the whole madness, but that is a beautiful photo. And, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tough for John Dillerman to get back to to Dayton, Denmark now. But it's what when you you're fighting for rights and freedom, sometimes you got to do it. <laughs> it is, what it say, is man. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing though. If you went from another country, like a lot of these ex-cops and ex-military guys knew if they were leaving their state to go to the capital, they can't bring ammunition because they're uh, criminals at, at, at that point, treasonous, basically. Mil they're doing military crimes. Where, whereas, like, if you yeah, if you left your country, like John Dillerman did, no, and no John one covered Dillerman. this but us, the the guy we talked about on our last podcast, he's on the cover with us, uh, oh. in the red and white. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, if <laughs> like he came all the way from Denmark to storm the capital. And fuck shit up with his magic penis. But, uh, yeah, man. Like, that's, he's basically a, he's probably in Guantanamo now. Terrorist. He's in Guantanamo. Unless he used that magic penis to get away, he's for sure in Guantanamo. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, like, I kind of understand how they got through with him leading the charge now. But before, yeah. I didn't. I was like, it, I, I also thought, like, one of these cops had to let these guys through. But at the same time, how do you stop I, a giant I penis? Who Joe Rogan was talking about, too. Yeah. How do you stop a giant penis? Of course. And I would have been like that black cop. I would have been running up the stairs scared with my gun out. And it's like, I, do I shoot the right. penis off? Like, is, yeah. But then the rest of the crowd's going to kill me, anyways. I'm going to run out of bullets on the magic penis. Like, See, this is like probably one of the few situations where, like, the you, the you, numbers you needed a sword you need a sword. yeah yeah you need to tell you don't want to have this like the movie like they should have called i forget who that fucking guy from spy kids is but they should have called him and been like yo man still have your machete and he would have been like yeah just showed up fucking but i'm a trump supporter and he starts chopping the police heads off there you go <laughs> He would have got down into the bunker and took care of business down below. He would have fucking <laughs> yeah. took care of Mike Pence. Yeah, Mike Nancy Pence. Pelosi. Yeah, exactly. Nancy Pelosi would have been fucking roasted. <laughs> but anyways, now we've got to wait. And I think they're going to do a switcheroo today and put like, or tomorrow when, whenever this inauguration thing actually happens, whenever they come up with armed protests, Nancy Pelosi is going to be wearing a Joe Biden mask like Scooby-Doo style. They're going to inaugurate her and she's going to pull it off and be like, -da! and everyone who's cute is going to be like, no, 
when they're gonna just melt. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna well, because they're they're gonna. It's more like they're gonna like like implode into another dimension. Explode, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they just can't accept this reality anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah, wherever they go is probably a lot cooler. Um, but I don't know. This reality seems to have a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah. At the moment, anyways. The like yeah, man. the psychedelics are I'm just taking it. over. They're they're taking yeah. over. But before I get too uh deep into that, there is still some idiots out there with drugs. So Canada, oh, yeah. this next story is fucking hilarious. Yeah, Canada, you guys know how awesome we are with legalizing marijuana new york just said they're gonna but they haven't done it quite yet and in this photo it looks like a lot of marijuana mostly and i don't know what those white things are like papers joints <laughs> yeah blunts so yeah rental car employees see a lot but they got quite a surprise wednesday when a car was returned in albany new york filled with drugs apparently they didn't even notice at first until the two men allegedly return to try to get their illicit substances. So this is why, uh, probably one of the reasons behind one of the lost episodes, we also were in jail last week uh, until we got out on bail. But yeah, it all happened at Albany International Airport. Um, News 10 reported Jason McDonald and Todd McCormick were arrested after police were called by employees. Police allegedly apprehended the pair there. Uh, Jason, who rented the car, was allegedly in possession of 140 glassine envelopes of heroin. So no, those weren't joints. <laughs> uh, more than 35 grams of MDMA. You all know how much I like my MDMA-induced psychosis. Uh, marijuana and over $5,600. And that, that's a, it was 500 Fifty six hundred and one dollars. Come on, like I had a cool. It and it was in change the one dollars. So I don't believe they took that from me, which was pretty douche move. There's yeah. who I didn't sell a dollar of drugs in change. Come on, guys. Uh, Ignorant. And then Todd just got off with a violation because he was smart. He shut up. He kept his head down when we went into uh, the other place. But yeah, in in more news. More psychedelic news because they just it's it's weird. It's like the news is just like exists for us now. Uh, probably because so many people are out watching the pod, but Somerville is the first Massachusetts community to move to decriminalize psychedelics. That's right. After a violent offense left him devastated and suffering with post-traumatic stress disorder, 31-year-old Alex Karazak of Somerville was looking for help. The medications his doctor prescribed made him feel worse. And four years after the incident, he was unable to work or focus. How many times do you fucking hear that same exact story from the Joe Rogan pod or whatever other uh, shit? Like... Eventually, though, Karazak found something that did work, but was illegal. He used psilocybin mushrooms. So, with that, uh, 
Anyways, thanks for listening to whatever the hell that was, you druggies. Uh, leave a five-star review if you like that on Apple Pod. Don't forget to comment. New episodes for the Rap Drugs Pod every Sunday. Uh, IGTV at Rap Drugs Pod. Twitter at Rap Drugs Pod. YouTube, Bong Toke Productions. We're going to be dropping streams, clips, lots of other fucking shit there. Merch, teesprings.com slash store slash Rap Drugs. New merch coming soon. And pay what you can at paypal.me slash pod. You can always email us, the pod at gmail.com, DM us, or give us a ring or a text, 202-594-9466. Fuck the government. You can do whatever you like. Awesome. Welcome back, motherfuckers. Sorry for the mix-up there. But yeah, it was, I was just saying how... Uh, we, we've heard this story so many times before by so many different types of heroes, but I'm going to give you another one of them. Maybe not firsthand like the guys who go on Joe Rogan, but here, here's nothing. Karasik uses psilocybin mushrooms, which contain a psychedelic compound that can prompt an altered state. A growing body of research suggests it may show promise for treating mental health issues. I had a profound experience, Karasik said, immediately after I felt that a lot had been repaired in a short time, I respect this substance and what it does. Karasik soon found himself advocating for psychedelics or enthogenic plants for some folks out there who don't like psychedelics for some reason, uh, which is what he did before the Somerville City Council this week. I was nearly killed in a robbery in Chicago four years ago, and I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder as a result. And a lot of my life plans were derailed. Through a combination of therapy and psilocybin mushrooms, over time I have overcome my experience and I'm happy to say that I'm in a much better place mentally. That testimony came before a unanimous vote by the council to support a resolution that takes a step towards decriminalizing enthogenic plants. Somerville is the first Massachusetts community to make such a move. This is just another tool in the toolbox in terms of what we have available to help with many of the afflictions that are affecting society today, said counselor Jesse Klingen. Emerging research on psychedelics indicates that the substance may help treat a variety of mental health issues and substance use disorders, although critics say there is still not enough evidence to fully understand the side effects of mind-altering drugs, especially when taken by those with severe mental or physical illness. And under federal law, it is still illegal to grow or possess psilocybin mushrooms without a special license from the DEA. So uh, pretty pretty crazy stuff all around, pretty dope. Somerville, Massachusetts are doing that. And uh, before we get into our, our cover stories, well, I guess this is part of the cover story. Um, if you consider psychedelics to get you stoned, UFC looks into John Hopkins study on psychedelic drugs as potential therapy for fighters. So whatever doubt was in that last article, it's kind of a lot of BS. It's kind of a lot of BS. You can't tell me that UFC fighters aren't mentally (laughs) ill. Like these are some of the most mentally, <laughs> well, at least mentally ill people on the planet. <laughs> I don't know. Mentally ill seems a little strong. Maybe mentally stressed. Or... Yeah. 
mentally physically stressed mentally for sure yeah M- mentally stressed hard to argue that either <laughs> uh like you yeah. said you have to be by mentally and physically ill i mean cte like there's no doubt that they are making themselves mentally ill over the course of the career you can only hope to live as long as muhammad ali yeah and and a regular person could get parkinson's or <clears throat> alzheimer's no doubt yeah they're gonna get brain damage from but they're getting going in the head repeatedly. exactly exactly so they're if they don't have a mental or physical illness they're gonna end up with a mental mental physical illness <laughs> and the ufc yeah. is looking to get involved with research into psychedelic drugs as a therapy for fighters brain health so this is gonna right on. fucking blow that stupid asshole argument out of the water when they realize how good this is for it because there is mma fighters who said this they were chris Benoit, they took the psychedelics and now they're uh mahama gandhi <laughs> except less sleeping with children a dalai lama <laughs> they're the dalai lama they're not a pedophile <laughs> like the Dal- like mahama gandhi <laughs> scratch scratch that that's not cool anymore uh, <laughs> That's probably just as bad as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the promotion has been in contact with John Hopkins University. So the same motherfuckers that brought psilocybin out of the fucking yeah. darkness and into the light with their whole yeah. cancer. The same people that worked with the OSS in World War II. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that either. Uh you do have to get a DEA exemption to deal with these drugs. So it is the yeah. government and agencies and intelligence agencies that again are giving the drugs out, <laughs> testing the people. This yeah. is the new MK Ultra. Like, <laughs> like we've said before, Joe Rogan and his friends are part of MK Ultra. No, of course they're doing it to UFC and UFC fighters. Like Yeah. This is Joe's the plan. The I think I'm starting to think Joe is the head of it. The government gives out big ass contracts to intelligence contractors they use front companies like spotify to pay hundreds of millions of dollars to cia contractors that could may or may not be michelle obama and barack obama or joe rogan or uh Who's those prince and princess that are no longer allowed to be a prince and princess? Uh, Harry and his girlfriend from Suits. I don't uh, know what the Canadian lady. <laughs> yeah, Kim. Kim's on there too. I yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. So, like, of course, this is how you, like, Spotify probably is a psyop and a government front, um, just like the new the new world order government. That's why it's out of Switzerland or one of those companies. But, anyways. Getting back in the U.S., American. Uh, yeah. President Dana White told MMA Junkie on Wednesday, we're diving into that. UFC Senior Vice President of Health and Performance, Jeff Nowitzki, told ESPN that interest came from a segment from HBO's Real Sports last month. Nowitzki said Dana White gave him a directive to look more into psychedelic research, and he has been in contact with John Hopkins over the past few weeks. UFC has been a key funder of a professional athlete brain study being conducted by the Cleveland Clinic, Lou Ruvo Center for Brain Health, contributing another 1 million last week. If only they could pay the fighters. 
instead of just giving millions of dollars away for brain research. Novitsky <laughs> uh, said the promotion could look to be a benefactor toward a psychedelic study with the added possibility of recruiting current or former UFC fighters to be part of the research. How is that going to work with USADA? Like, here's a bunch of psilocybin mushrooms. Oh, 5 a.m. the next day, you're getting tested by USADA. The UFC told me I could. You're no, you're suspended for two years, buddy. <laughs> and that's a $500,000 <laughs> fine. Nate Diaz. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Dana said, hey, find out what this is about. After he watches the documentary, he just tells his assistant, hey, figure this shit out. This is cool. <laughs> Do it to our fighters. You see, so like, I'm really pissed off right now because earlier this year, me and Todd were talking about how we talked about fighting on psychedelics for like two, three, four episodes, maybe teasing that. And now Dana yeah. White's getting his fighters on psychedelics. But uh, I know we'll stealing our ideas again. We'll get more to that later. Yeah, exactly. These people listen to the pod and then they're like, like Joe Rogan. He just starts, gets on Dr. Carl Hart and comes up with a cool ass fucking show that is clearly something we're doing post COVID. But yeah, last time I tell Joe Rogan my plans. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, John Hopkins is a nascent leader in research on the therapeutic effects of psychedelics such as psilocybin mushrooms and LSD. The John Hopkins Center for Psychedelic and Consciousness Research gained regulatory approval from the US government in 2000 and has produced more than 60 pieces of peer-reviewed research. Like, I, I don't know. I know people that have gotten high at least 60 times out of serious brain problems. So it's not, that's not a lot. Uh, but currently psilocybin and other psychedelics are classified as illegal drugs, just like I said, Oregon legalized psilocybin in a vote last year. Somerville just passed it. But our research has demonstrated therapeutic effects in people who suffer a range of challenging conditions, including addiction, smoking, alcohol, drugs, existence, existential distress caused by life-threatening disease, so the terminal cancer study, and treatment-resistant depression, states the John Hopkins Psychedelic and Conscious Research Center. And this is why I wanted to get to it. Former UFC contender Ian McCall has been working with psilocybin and athletes and has taken part in a study with John Hopkins. He told ESPN Michael Rothstein last year. McCall said he already had discussions with the UFC. So maybe we have to, maybe we have to backpedal a little bit. Ian McCall was doing this before we talked about fighting on psychedelics, but this this isn't this is just treating them after the fight with psychedelics. So when you go into a cage, when you go into a ring and you fight and even football, you're given and receiving PTSD. And no, no one wants to talk about it, but that's what's happening. Your trauma is stored in your tissue. So you're actually giving and receiving PTSD while you're in there. That's a big reason why I work in psychedelics to try and fix those things. We need to take care of these athletes a little better, just like we need to do with vets. Nowitzki said he has spoken to athletes who have experimented with ayahuasca and who have struggled with addiction or mental health and have said the drug has been extremely helpful. UFC exec said he's not sure on a time frame when the promotion could do something in the psychedelic field, but the desire's there. So 
really cool. The UFC is looking into all of that. And uh, the they're not quite mainstream. They're about as close to mainstream as you can get. Uh, psychedelics are getting into the mainstream for even sports therapy as they're getting decriminalized in more places. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So it only makes sense. Progress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the... Well, all the hard work we put in, it's great seeing our, what we've done. Yeah. And, and to be honest, it's, it's all been paved before us by uh, cannabis advocates like, like Wiz Khalifa. I don't think any, he's, I'm going to say more than like Mark Emery and other people who got locked up. Wiz Khalifa has normalized marijuana. Like yeah, your grandma's rapping about smoking weed. <laughs> like, of course, marijuana is going to get legalized. <laughs> yeah. Mark Emery's yeah, selling seeds from Canada from to me the... also. Yeah. Exa- well, I wasn't going to bring that up. Tom. I was going to let you, let you get into that. <laughs> <laughs> we also, there's an NDA I signed where I got paid a lot of money by Wiz Khalifa to not speak about it anymore, but hence the lost episodes. So if you want to hear more about those stories, get into the lost Make sure episodes. You tune later. in. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, the UFC announces formal changes to anti-doping. No, I don't want to pay for your fucking pay-per-view UFC. Uh, announces formal changes to anti-dopey policy related to cannabis. So a day, if you're a UFC fan, a day before this, they announced fighters, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, were going to return to the ring. The most cannabis smoking motherfuckers on the planet in uh, MMA world. Yeah. So yeah, the next day, UFC announced several significant changes to its anti-dopey policy, including modifications in handling a cannabis and its naturally occurring cannabinoid constitutants. Most importantly, positive tests over the threshold and decision limit for the carboxy THC, the psychoactive ingredient cannabis, will no longer be considered a violation of the UFC anti-doping policy unless additional evidence exists that an athlete used it intentionally for performance enhancing purposes. So if they can prove you used the marijuana to eat more food so you could get up to heavyweight, (laughs) then that's going to be an issue. But if you use it for other reasons, wear down, motherfucker. But then it gets a little cloudy. This seems super arbitrary. It gets a little cloudy later, I will agree, Todd. This sounds to me like Dana White's trying to rig the UFC like he did wrestling. Oh, yeah. So... All other phytocannabinoids, those derived naturally from the cannabis, are no longer prohibited substances under the policy. So it's also to help promote more CBD. Like pretty soon they're going to be like, and um, the flight clock is brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Smoke your opponent or smoke your Cushy Dreams. (laughs) So we're going to send you an invoice because you dreams, but uh, all our phytocannabinoids, those derived naturally from the cannabis plant are no longer rated. Well, we want to continue to prevent athletes from competing under the influence of marijuana. 
and we have learned that urinary levels of carboxy THC are highly variable after out of competition use and a poor scientific correlation to in competition impairment, stated Jeff Nowitzki. You knew who he was from the last article, UFC Senior VP of Athlete Health and Performance. THC is fat soluble, meaning that once ingested, it is stored in fatty tissues and organs in the body and can be released back into circulation. And consequently, carboxy THC appears in the urine, sometimes long after ingestion. It is therefore not an ideal marker to athletes to indicate in competition impairment. And that is like sometimes over 28 days. Bottom line is that in regard to marijuana, we care what an athlete consumed the day of a fight, not days or weeks before a fight, which has been often the case in our historic positive THC cases. UFC athletes will still be subject to marijuana under rules under various athletic commissions, but we hope this is a start to a broader discussion and changes on this issue with that group. So, uh, I don't want to read all into the drug testing stuff because that's stupid. Uh, but yeah, I was reading that it was basically like they were saying you, they'd rather you smoke marijuana to recover than use other legal drugs to recover. Well, aren't these legal drugs sometimes performance enhancing, but they're also legal? Like creatine monohydrate isn't a, a legal substance, but it's known to improve performance caffeine same yeah. thing it's illegal at certain levels but like it's also known to increase your stamina yeah. so like <laughs> the the marijuana they were saying like if you're smoking marijuana so that you can recover easier isn't that performance enhancing during yeah, training just let you do whatever you want <laughs> doesn't that isn't that yeah and exactly like if i want to fight high on marijuana and i can get the commission to agree to that fight I'm going to go to Bellator to do it if they're going to pay us more money, Dana White. You're not tricking us like UFC fighters. We're not putting up the WML weedest motherfucker on the planet belt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not putting that belt up on UFC if you're not paying us more than Bellator. We don't mind being on CBS Sports Network or YouTube instead of UFC Fight Pass or Pay-Per-View or ESPN Plus or ABC, for example. But man, those those fights on UFC on ABC were amazing. You probably didn't see them, Todd, but Max Holloway no. was beating the crap out of Calvin Cater, and he was like doing some dip, duck, dodging, and diving. Like, and there's some shots on uh, Max Holloway's Instagram now where he was looking like Muhammad Ali, dodging nice. these punches. Now Calvin Cater is no fucking Sugar Ray Leonard or any of Muhammad like Ali's opponents. <laughs> yeah, he was floating like a butterfly sting like a bee. But during the fight, he was like, I'm the best motherfucking boxer in the UFC. And he fucking dodged this guy's punches and punched <laughs> back at him <laughs> while he was doing that. Nice. Because That's he started awesome. taunting this guy and he's like, I'm the freshman, huh? I'm the freshman. It was like punching him and beating him up like that was like he was yeah. yelling this during the fight and you could hear him that's how loud he was yelling it because i think they mic up the ref or like mic underneath the ring they might call it rounded obviously for for the sounds but uh it was sick and the fans were back well he was killing this guy people thought he was going to get tko'd but somehow calvin cater was still standing so he's also like a stronger man than i would have dropped in the, from the first punch like 
uh, or kick, kick to the leg. I would have cried and drunk. Uh, yeah, the leg would have broke. Yeah, that was pro- probably would have been Calvin Cater kicking. But, uh, so, and, but yeah, Max was killing this guy through throwing elbows, and you could hear the elbows. They were gruesome. This guy's head was split open, bleeding down his face. This guy's yeah. body was hurt. His ribs probably broken. His nose was broken. And he was just getting it smashed. He got punched 454 times <laughs> or elbowed or kicked during this 25-minute fight. So Max Holloway in the fifth round was like yelling at the commentators, yelling at fucking Calvin Cater, calling him an idiot. The crowd for like five whole rounds was going, Holloway, Holloway. And it was it was crazy. It was like the most epic thing ever to see on television. And uh, we're going to bring that to you because <laughs> neither of us know how to defend. Todd knows how to box. So I'm going to be like Calvin Cater and <laughs> we're going to be high on drugs while we do it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, might not be, we might not be able to put it on abc but it'll be somewhere for the fans it'll be everywhere it'll be it'll be everywhere they'll be asking us to put this on abc yeah exactly ufc is going to change the rules again and they're going to be like actually you can fight on cannabis or lsd or psilocybin mushrooms uh, <laughs> we're doing a study with these two guys if you can, if you can fight high on those drugs, <laughs> and we're gonna take different drugs between each round, um, but the problem is like it doesn't work that fast always. So we're also gonna have to do the drugs before. <laughs> so mixed yeah. drug use, it's a tough study, but we'll we'll do some sparring on the drugs, and then during the fight we'll like whatever smokables we'll do. So we'll like, or maybe snorting too, like. Cause Dr. Carl Hart got me inspired. So like, I'm thinking like maybe we snort cocaine one round, snort heroin another round, smoke cannabis another round, smoke DMT another round. And uh, <laughs> are we gonna do anything before the fight starts? Like, so what? what how would you organize uh, it? Maybe okay. a cigarette. But Lots oh, okay. We could smoke meth. That's also a possibility. Yeah. yeah. We got to squeeze That'd that way to go. Yeah. So I'm so, or snort it, whatever's clean, whatever Dr. Carl Hart would recommend. Um, so I think he would not recommend mixing everything. He said, that's how you die. A hundred percent. That is what he, he has said. Like he, he thinks all these opioid deaths yeah. are mixed toxicology. Like he's basically like coveting opioid deaths. He's like, yeah, the, the, this, Mixed morbidity isn't COVID. It's it's uh it's because they were doing drugs. Like he's basically doing that with opioids, which I'm I agree with. I'm like, yeah, if you snort too much cocaine on heroin, you're not gonna know you're high on that high on cocaine because your heroin's fucking good. Vice versa, if you're doing the cocaine and yeah. heroin's bad. <laughs> so it's probably easy to die. <laughs> Is the main thing there. <laughs> but uh yeah i think if we we gotta ramp it up each time so like we start we could also put salvia in there instead of one of the one of the harder ones but yeah i'm thinking like for a real max sake we should just get like a big wheel we'll get like a big wheel like spin it yeah yeah but for a vo2 max sake i'm thinking we smoke at the start of the fight 
So like cannabis at the start, maybe DMT the next round or uh, salvia and then DMT the third round. And then when we get into the championship rounds, that's when we start snorting cocaine and meth and heroin. So like if we, if, if our lung, if we really don't have the cardio, we'll just, we'll just have to, we'll just have to smoke uh, just the first round and then like snort meth and then snort heroin and then snort yeah. cocaine second, third and fourth right. round. And then, right, that makes total sense. And then the fifth round, I don't know what we're going to do then. Oh, <laughs> uh, cause we'll probably be, we'll smoke DMT then. So like, cause that one will probably yeah. be to the moon and I want to do like the three hits. I want to be gone. So like, yeah. you might just watch us lay on the ground, bloody messes. <laughs> and uh, you yeah. might have to pick partners. Yeah. <laughs> kind of pushes at each other. Well, that'll be <laughs> our coaches, whoever's got us in, in our corner and on the stools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, exactly. That's if we're ever putting any money towards the into the pod, it's probably going towards that. Whether it's directly go, it's indirectly going towards that, or it's directly going towards that. That's what we're leading up to, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> that's also seems to be what the UFC is trying to lead up to, because um, they're big fans. Big, big fans. Big fans. Big fans. Big, big. Yeah. Big, huge, giant fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, you know who's the biggest fan, though? And you might have heard about this guy this week. Shroom T. Who's that? <laughs> Magic mushrooms grow in man's blood after injection with shroom tea. I think he's one of those guys oh, who messaged us on on twitter the other day oh man i told him not to do it <laughs> yeah oh man why doesn't this this tab doesn't want to work guys sorry about that technical difficulties again but yeah magic mushrooms growing man's blood after ejection with shrooms teeth this is from livescience.com a man yeah, brewed so you know tea real. from magic mushrooms with concoction into his veins Several days later, he ended up at the emergency department with fungus growing in his blood. The man spent 22 days in the hospital with eight of those days in the ICU. So like he was next, like he's lucky whatever hospital he went to didn't have too much COVID because he would have just been thrown into the streets. Would have been like, sorry, we're dealing with COVID, GTFO. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he received treatment for multi-system organ failure. Now released, he's still being treated with a long-term regimen of antibiotic and antifungal drugs. I wonder if he has to yeah, inject how do you those. Live? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the case didn't reveal whether injecting shroom tea can cause persistent psychoactive effects, as sometimes seen when people ingest the fungus orally. The doctors wrote in the report. For example, in rare cases, no. yeah, you don't think people can uh, develop a condition called hallucinogen induced persisting perception disorder where they experience vivid flashbacks of their trip long after the fact. That, that's different though. That's not when you inject it into your bloodstream. Yeah. And that's not like MDMA induced psychosis either. Like you're, you're normal yeah. at times and then you're tripping. 
but it is persisting perception. So that's maybe that's different than what we're thinking of even. Who knows? But no, it's when it, you're like sitting there and then you all of a sudden you you experience a perfect mushroom trip or a perfect acid trip. Yeah. Without taking anything years later or months later or something. True, true. Rare cases. Sure. That's the flashbacks yeah. for sure, yeah. Long after the fact. Yeah, true, true. So yeah. it, even though it says persisting, it doesn't seem to be constantly happening. <laughs> but the case underscores the need for ongoing public education regarding the dangers attendant to the use of this and other drugs in ways other than they are prescribed, the doctors wrote. And this was another thing Carl Hart was saying, like in, injecting cocaine is and heroin is probably a good idea. best way to do it sterile in a sterile environment but there's snorting it isn't as dangerous as people make it seem like it's a really good way to do it you just have to do it you have to know you're doing a smaller amount like you can't line up heroin like you can cocaine and snort it i guess i don't know <laughs> that one's always been extra scary to me the heroin thing <laughs> yeah now i definitely want to do it though yeah, now exactly. I definitely After watching that Af episode, I'm contact so people from Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. Now when we're we're gonna have to beat Joe Rogan to the punch on the fucking going around the world and being high on drugs. Yeah. With the episode. I'm gonna have to go to Afghanistan. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to talk to some. Yeah. When uh, we're interviewing a shaman in Brazil in Peru, uh, you're gonna know what we're on. <laughs> 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 but other than that, who knows? Okay. Know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pure cocaine. <laughs> then we'll be on ayahuasca in Colombia. <laughs> I wish he would have clarified more where he got it. He was like, Joe was like, do you, so you go to these places and buy it? And no, he's like, I, I thought, never put myself in a position where I have to buy it. <laughs> I thought uh, Joe was very, very narc-like. He's made it, uh, boy told, boy sounded to me like he bought it on the car. Hart sounds to me like he buys it on the dark web with anonymous coins. You think so? Or just di didn't want to say what how things work. Like, so he just is like, I never buy it. Like, you know, just lying because he's yeah. not going to answer the question. Because <laughs> Joe Rogan was getting a little, you got to tote, there's a fine line you can tote. And that's a question that most people don't like to answer yeah like it, it, that's about as close as you can get to like oh yeah who's who do you buy drugs from can i get their yeah number? what are their names yeah <laughs> yeah exactly especially if joe's really cia then carl hart's a fucking boss for just like staring him in the face and being like i'm fucking i snorted some heroin last night i do it before oh, i joe? do he basically joe said that, that right? question before hey he basically joe Joe what? said he was going to be, he was like, I'm going to ask something like this, but I have an answer for it. That's how it went down. But yeah. They knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think it's all prepped? Joe, Joe's the one who's selling the cocaine and the heroin. Yeah. You, if you admit it to me, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Uh, just like the Alex <laughs> Jones had to give him the list. We know there's lots of prep for the Jerry. Uh, but yeah, uh, Carl Hart was sick and. He yeah, basically awesome. said he did heroin the night before the Joe Rogan episode. Yeah. Because he's like when he got from Afghanistan. Because he's like, Yeah, I do it, I do it before all my big public speaking things. And 
yeah. big shows and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, Joe Rogan's a fucking massive show. He must have done it last night. So anyways, back to the shrooms boss. By injecting shrooms into his bloodstream, the this guy is like a psychonaut. He's a he's a research. He's a guinea pig. I wish he's one of Carl Hart's I wish someone <laughs> I wish you would have asked him about just like opium, like yeah, why he doesn't just take opium instead of doing like heroin. I yeah, it's yeah. probably the accessibility, but yeah, that would have been a good question to ask. Why, like, do you chew coca leaves instead of snort cocaine? But I also like, yeah, think, he seems to not. Yeah, which doesn't make sense to me. I think he is an advocate for synthesizing drugs though as well like yeah he seems to be super down for synthesized he'd drugs. probably he'd probably dab hard like he and be cool with it and not be like these fucking narcs that are like oh the extracts are too strong nowadays everyone's on these shatters and bh butane honey oils and co2 oils oh they're too high yeah it's like did you if you never smoked a joint back in the day like so, one dab isn't gonna kill you unless you're a fucking guy who's trying to like win the internet by taking a grand dab (laughs) yeah which check those videos out when you're bored those are sick in between while you're watching our videos during sleep check those videos out while you're awake Uh, follow along but yeah by injecting shrooms into the bloodstream the 30 year old boss had hoped to relieve symptoms of bipolar disorder and opioid dependence according to this report. So Carl Hart, right on the head, (laughs) bipolar disorder and opioid addiction. So this guy's mental health would have been the reason he died from opioids. Mental illness is the biggest reason for addiction. And then his mixed drug use is almost what gets him killed. (laughs) Because he thinks by shooting up mushrooms, he's not going to be dependent on opioids anymore. (laughs) And then he was probably still taking opioids days later. But his family members noted that he had recently stopped adhering to his prescribed bipolar medications and was cycling between depressive and manic states. The man found online reports that described the potential therapeutic effects of hallucinogens, which prompted him to boil down shrooms into a mushroom tea. He filtered the tea by drawing it through a cotton swab before injecting it into his body. In the following days, he became lethargic, nauseated, and his skin began to yellow. He soon developed diarrhea and began vomiting blood. Oh my God. His family took him to the emergency room, not in concern. He also seemed very confused. The doctors noted that he could not participate in a meaningful interview due to his altered mental state. Multiple organs, including his, the liver and kidneys, began to fail. The man was transferred to ICU. <laughs> in addition to antibiotic and antifungal jokes, the man needed to be placed on a ventilator after he experienced acute respiratory fa- failure where fluids builds up in the air sac's lungs. Thankful the patient survived this ordeal and was later discharged from the hospital. Okay. This is hard to believe now. This story is very hard to believe now. I think it's some <laughs> anti-psychedelic propaganda. You think so? I might be reading us anti-psychedelic propaganda. Just like the QAnon shaman. I don't know if he did psychedelics. That was probably just anti-psychedelic propaganda. I bought it. I'll <laughs> fall for anything apparently. Yeah, I don't even care. Psychedelics rule. Research suggests that psilocybin may be a promising treatment for depression, anxiety, and substance abuse, the authors noted, but only if taken safely and not injected. So I'm now I'm like curious. Now I'm thinking like if I inject shroom tea, I'm going to figure out what the fuck those elves are up to. 
<laughs> in most research studies, scientists administer the drug in pill form, but in a few instances, doctors have delivered psilocybin via an intravenous injection. According to the 2018 report published in the journal Neuropharmacology, these injections are given in tightly controlled doses and under medical supervision, and they do not contain any fungi. The compound psilocybin alone is not alive and cannot grow in the body. So yeah. Wow. They, they, that's how that's how you figure out what the elves are doing. You get the scientists to help you make some psilocybin extract. So uh, that's basically the story. Several U.S. Sil- cities have decriminalized psilocybin and in November 2020, Oregon moved to legalize its use as a therapeutic drug as well as Canada. Um, as of now, psilocybin is still classified as a Schedule One substance under federal law. However, current research suggests that this potential for uh, abuse has been historically overestimated and is actually quite low according to 2018 Neuropharmacology Report. So because it's a schedule one, which would mean it has no accepted medical use in the US and is a high potential for abuse, they, they couldn't take it away. But now they're proving it has a lot of medical use and very low potential for abuse. So I think they're basically like, cannabis being legalized has paved the way to legalize shrooms so that people aren't injecting it into their arms because they're, they don't know when they can get it again. <laughs> So if, if that's the reason this is propaganda to get shrooms, like if Peter Thiel put this article out so that shrooms can be legalized sooner, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Mad respect to Peter Thiel. That's what I'm going to put my billions towards as soon as I can find my damn Bitcoin password. (laughs) 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 But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I was the other day when I was driving back from, from uh, the restaurant, you know, my, picking up takeout and a few the beers because, yeah, you know, any mask lockdown marches in downtown Toronto. Uh, when I was driving back from from the sick the sick ass song, Fitty sent into club came on. I don't know the last time I fucking heard that song, but probably been like tw- 15, 20 years, but. D- damn did it not slap like it did when it first came out it's such like the lyrics are so good obviously and it's like uh it reminds me of that song uh nails done hair done everything bit a go ahead you know that swiss beat song <laughs> no well it's just like <laughs> so basically way back then like you didn't know any fucking djs other than dj Khaled was was a boss then too but sure uh, the production on this track was insane like on into club there's just like all these different little things happening at different times and then like 50 cents like singing like it's your birthday we're gonna pop and then he, and then he switches it up and then he switches it up again like there's like it's just a great track and then if you listen to the lyrics he's like Saying how much of a fucking boss he is, it's just like, it's it slaps. He's hood as fuck, and I think he, Fifty Cent kind of changed music forever too. Like, or at least that song seems to lead to that era where like, going independent 
didn't happen before. Like the shady aftermath thing, like was Slim Shady even independent? I don't think so. I think he was still signed to Interscope Records. And oh, when he signed 50 or 50 Cent was signed to Interscope Records, but then said fuck it and did the whole gene unit thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone's independent. And now everyone has these sick fucking uh, beats and these hood stories that they came up with and they're repping their their neighborhoods and like they got shot nine times or what whatever tra- fucking fake ass fake shit they're coming up with and it's just like that's not it's not the same as it was when that song came out like the only song before that that i think was as big in my lifetime as like uh when hip-hop was like the slowly taking over was a nelly hot in here so hot so hot in here yeah i was like but there that song is nowhere near on the same level as the production level of in the club with 50 cent so and like even outcast like outcast was so fucking good and so many different sounds in their music but once the computer producing stepped in things hit a whole nother level that we just didn't see before and there was certain people that were light years ahead of everyone else yeah like 50 cent yeah exactly and we're seeing it today in comedy like us like yeah we didn't we weren't the first ones to come up with a podcast but we're the best exactly but we're the first ones to fucking change everything you ever thought a podcast could be (laughs) And we haven't yet, but low and slow is the strategy. I mean, some of the stuff we've done so far, you you haven't seen from another podcast before. You're going to have to watch the old episodes to fucking remember that, bring it back. But yeah, if you you keep tuning in, you're going to keep getting crazy, crazy shit. But I don't, I don't have anything else I think I want to drop this week other than uh, Jeff Epstein still alive. I believe in Linwood. <laughs> How about yeah. you, Todd? Any, any final conspiracies you want or uh, news news facts you need to give these people? Well, the fake uh, news goes wild about the Trump rallies. Well, you know, I'm still I'm still Trump 2024. You know, I think he's gonna win. He's gonna come back and win. You know, it's not over. <laughs> this impeachment isn't gonna work. It's failed uh you know and um they tried rap once stars, they bob is the greatest you know so <laughs> buy our merch buy our yeah. merch and sign up for our uh, patreon and you know if trump uh, gets impeached that doesn't mean he can't be hey. vice president what's that rap drugs pod 2024 oh yeah i'm we're thinking trump, you know trump's either going to be I, vice president or we're going or todd's going to be President, with Mike I'm Pence gonna be out, vice president. With Mike Pence out, I think I'm gonna. I'm, I think I got a good chance of becoming vice president next year. Yeah, yeah. Good. There's no age restriction, right? Fair. Yeah. Exactly. I'm thinking it's it's either if no, I think I you gotta heard, be forty or fifty. I heard uh, they were gonna get Joe Rogan, but if he they were talking to you, That'd I'm, be I'm pretty pissed now. <laughs> I'm I turned pissed. it down. They weren't going to give me enough money. 
to, Fuck you, to turned it down. Trip, so <laughs> I I heard they went to Jordan, so they went. To, I'm fucking mad. He said I was his number one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lied to us all. Yeah, that's what you get for working with Trump, eh? Yeah. Should have known. If four years didn't teach us nothing, it's that Trump's the man, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's gonna move on to bigger and better things. I think. I think he's gonna run a bigger country next. Like this was just yeah. to set him next. He's either gonna be president of India or China or maybe even Nigeria. Yeah. Like they've got. I think they've got more. Russia people then will be the next president of russia yeah exactly exactly <laughs> he's over gonna do food. something before he retires like and he wants to probably travel the world like like yeah i'm thinking that that's clever he's gonna be the head of the tssr <laughs> nice nice <laughs> and yeah if he, and we're gonna be uh following him keeping up on him <laughs> <laughs> all right Peace out, motherfuckers. I'm on the wrong Peace computer. Out. I keep thinking to stop this. and I. Anyways, thanks for listening to whatever the hell that was, you druggies. Uh, leave a five-star review if you like that on Apple Pod. Don't forget to comment. New episodes for the Rap Drugs Pod every Sunday. Uh, IGTV at Rap Drugs Pod. Twitter at Rap Drugs Pod. YouTube, Bong Toke Productions. We're going to be dropping streams, clips, lots of other fucking shit there merch teesprings.com slash store slash rap drugs new merch coming soon and pay what you can at paypal.me slash rap drugs pod you can always email us the rap drugs pod at gmail.com dm us or give us a ring or a text 202-594-9466 fuck the government